الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وات ذا القربى حقه والمسكين وابن السبيل ولا تبذر تبذيرا ان المبذرين كانوا اخوان الشياطين وكان الشيطان لربه كفورا صدق الله العظيم most respected students of deen mothers and sisters last week we commenced the discussion by speaking about shukr and how much of shukr we should be making how much of gratitude and shukr we should be expressing for the ni'mat of iman for the opportunity to be studying deen and all the other limitless and countless bounties and ni'mas of allah tabaraka wa ta'ala so since we discussed that last week what comes to mind is that we should discuss a bit of the opposite of shukr also that what does it mean to be ungrateful because bizidha tatabayyanul ashya'u when things are viewed in contrast then it becomes more clear a person understands light in contrast to what is dark so person knows what is darkness so now he knows what is light so likewise a person will understand shukr better when he also understands what is the opposite of shukr when he understands what is ingratitude in arabic it's termed as kufran ingratitude so kufran and ingratitude this too has been mentioned side by side with shukr in the quran sharif allah taala says la in shakartum la azidannakum wa la in kafartum inna adabi la shadid that if you are grateful to me then i will increase my ni'mats and bounties and favors to you and wa la in kafartum ya kafartum means that if you are ungrateful then my punishment is severe what a warning one is that somebody who doesn't have much power much authority and that person gives some warning so we may perhaps see that okay this person maybe can carry out the warning or maybe cannot carry out the warning but then supposing there's a person who is a police officer and he is saying that he is warning i will arrest you so a person takes that a bit more seriously and then if it is somebody who has even more authority more power and he gives out a warning then a person takes it very seriously whereas all these people their power their ability all this is very limited sometimes they may give a threat give a warning but they just can't carry it out they want to carry it out but they helpless something comes up in the way something blocks it they want to do something and it just doesn't work out But Allah tabarak wa taala is the creator of the worlds creator of the universe Allah taala has absolute power Allah taala is powerful over everything and Allah taala is warning that wala in kafartum inna adabi la shadid that if you are ungrateful to me 
then my azab, my punishment is very severe. So this is no small thing, this is a very major thing that Allah Ta'ala is giving such a severe warning on ingratitude. So what is this ingratitude? Ingratitude is that Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody with some favor and a person misuses that favor. That is ingratitude. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with life. So the gratitude of life is that now we devote this life to Allah Ta'ala. We worship Him alone. We don't commit any shirk, any kufr, because that's the highest form of ingratitude. Allah Ta'ala created us. Allah Ta'ala is nourishing us. Allah Ta'ala is sustaining us. So we should worship Allah Ta'ala alone. Ibrahim wasalam, he spelled this out to the people of his time that Allah Ta'ala is the one who has created me, he guides me. Allah Ta'ala gives me food and drink. When I'm sick, Allah Ta'ala gives me shifa and cure. And he is the one who gives life and death. <clears throat> so why should I turn to anybody else? I should turn to Allah Ta'ala alone. So this is the gratitude of life. Then, in this life itself, Allah Ta'ala has given us all these limbs and organs. Allah Ta'ala has given us eyes. So the gratitude of the eyes is to look at that which Allah Ta'ala has permitted. And not to misuse it. Not to look at something that is prohibited by Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise, this is a severe ingratitude of this ni'mat of eyes. And Allah Ta'ala has the full power to snatch it away. It is His tolerance. It is His helm. It is His clemency and mercy. That Allah Ta'ala gives respite to a person. Otherwise, as soon as a person is involved in looking at haram, Allah Ta'ala can snatch his sight away. So this sight is a great gift of Allah Ta'ala. It is supposed to be used correctly. To misuse it is ingratitude. To misuse the ears. The ears are a great gift of Allah Ta'ala. Imagine if a person becomes deaf. And especially somebody who had the gift of hearing loses it. One is a person who was born deaf. The person doesn't know the difference. He doesn't know what it means to hear anything. The person just develops the procedures of life thereafter, how to conduct himself, how to communicate. It's a tough thing, it's difficult, but the person doesn't know any difference. He's born deaf. But then you get sometimes a person who had the gift of hearing. He could hear people talking. Somebody wanted to ask him something, he could hear it. He asked somebody something, they gave him the answer, he could hear the answer. And he lived his life in this way, and he's used to hearing all the beautiful sounds of the chirping birds, his children talking, laughing, joking, and all the various things that go along with it. And now suddenly something happens, Allah forbid, he loses this gift of hearing. It happens to many people, first it starts diminishing, and then it goes away completely, Allah forbid. Has it happened to many people? Sometimes some accident, a person loses his hearing. What kind of situation that person finds himself in? Can we imagine that situation? We should sometimes do this exercise. Shut our ears off completely. Put some earplugs. And walk around for a few hours. And somebody is saying something. We can see the person's lips moving. But we don't know what he's saying. We can't hear it. 
we can hear people laughing, they said, somebody said a joke, others are laughing, they're enjoying the joke, but we don't know what happened. We can't, we didn't hear what the person said, we don't know what everybody is laughing about. What a uh, type of world a person finds himself in. He finds himself very alone, isolated, because he can't hear anything. What a world. So what a gift this hearing is. Now somebody is shouting to the person that come out of the way from there, you are going to, there's some car coming, move out, but the person can't hear. The person is far away from anybody grabbing hold of him and taking him out of the way. The next thing, he's now knocked down. Something is falling from above and somebody is warning him, please come out of the way. But he didn't hear the warning. And the next thing, that object falls on him, hurts him. Now all these things happen. And when the person cannot hear, the person can't enjoy the good things that a person normally would enjoy hearing. person can't be warned and be saved from harm because the person didn't hear the warning. So all these things unfold as a result of the person having lost one's hearing. Now what a great gift. What a ni'mat of Allah wa ta'ala. Now what is the ingratitude of this gift? person doesn't care the least. Well, my ears... So I can listen what I want to listen to. So if I'm listening to music, why must I bother? My ears. Now, is this gratitude for this gift of Allah Ta'ala? Or is this a major ingratitude? person is listening to ghibat, listening to backbiting, listening to haram, listening to music, listening to other kind of evil talk. Now this is a severe ingratitude for this gift of the tongue. The gift of the, uh, of the ears. Then the gift of the tongue. What is this supposed to be used for? Now this tongue, we know all the good things that it can be used for, that is part of shukr for it. But now to misuse this tongue, to talk evil, to make ribat, backbite, to incite hatred, to incite enmity, to say things which will cause ill feelings, to say things which will lead people towards haram. Many a times a person says things, sometimes it might be maybe regarded like a joke. For example, just to take one practical example with something maybe might be a thing we can identify with. Perhaps it happens, maybe it doesn't happen. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Sometimes people might do these kind of things. Now this is a girl's madrasa. So somebody might say, well, uh, you, I think, you know, so-and-so boy might be a good match for you. Now we thought we were just saying something. Maybe it was like a joke. Maybe it was something else, a little bit more than a joke. Now we got that person's mind occupied in this. That maybe for real this might be the case. Now that person is beginning to start to think about that imaginary person. Then from the imaginary person, because he doesn't know who the person is, from the imaginary person wants to know who the person is for real. Now she wants to try and get hold of her, that person's phone number from somewhere or try and see where he may be or steal a look at him, uh, who caused all this? We thought, well, we're just saying something, like a big joke. Just laugh about it. But did we think what the consequences could be? It could be just finish off as a joke, but often it can become much more than a joke. And sometimes it can become very serious. And sometimes it can become the catalyst, it can become the trigger to take somebody to guna and sin. Now, this is the ingratitude of the tongue because it's misusing the tongue. It's becoming a means of taking somebody towards haram. So, this is ingratitude. 
So the gratitude of the tongue, the shukr for the tongue is that we say things that will take a person away from haram. Take a person towards righteousness. That look, we should stay with taqwa. We should live with the fear of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. We are in that stage of life where nafs and shaitan will keep tempting. Nafs and shaitan will keep trying to incite. That get onto the Facebook and get onto this and get onto the Twitter and get talking to this person and that person. And well, this is a part of life that you must enjoy and don't worry about all these things people say and they talk about it. They just keep, make stories about it that, you know, this is wrong and this will harm you. And So this kind of talk that incites somebody towards haram, that is something which is a terrible ingratitude. So the tongue that will say things that will take a person towards righteousness, that no, we should stay far away from it. We shouldn't get anywhere close to it. These things harm a person, it definitely harms a person. It will harm you now. If you try to or you think that you will conceal it now, then the danger is that it will still come to bite you back later. And it has bitten many people to such an extent that they lost their marriages where both spouses were very happy with one another. And now something cropped up from the past and it came and destroyed all the happiness. And both parties had made toba from their own issues also. But now the past came and just destroyed everything. It came and put the person now. Allah forbid Allah Ta'ala save us. So the person now will use the tongue positively in this way to discourage people from the wrong. Don't get involved in these things. That is gratitude for the tongue. And when it is going to be misused and take a person towards haram, then that is severe ingratitude of the tongue. So likewise, for example, the heart. Now the heart what a ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. But now the ingratitude of the heart, and together with that we can say the heart and mind, now to keep thinking about wrong, or get oneself involved in these evils, not using that heart and mind correctly, not applying that heart and mind in learning deen, in the light of the opportunity Allah Ta'ala has given us, that now we have been blessed with this opportunity to be studying deen, now that mind and heart is occupied in something else, occupied in all other nonsensical things, now that mind is being misused to make, for example, excuses to avoid learning din. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the opportunity that we have come now in that environment where we are saved from so many distractions, so many temptations, where an environment that is conducive to deen, where an environment with deen is being taught to us, now that heart and mind is being used negatively, there's some feeble and lame excuses being made, for example, for not learning one's sabak or not putting one's full effort into learning the maximum one could learn or not revising one's work or not doing whatever else is required in terms of the day-to-day requirements of the madrasa. Now the mind is being used to make some excuses. Sometimes Allah forbid to lie right out. Sometimes to make up stories and bring out things from our imagination just to cover up for ourselves. All these kind of things happen generally, unfortunately, in many places. Maybe it doesn't happen to us. Alhamdulillah, if it doesn't happen to us. But many places these kind of things happen. Now that is the misuse of the mind. That Allah Ta'ala has given somebody the opportunity to learn deen. We should be applying our heart and mind now completely. That is a shukr for this opportunity also. That is a shukr for this very great opportunity. 
I need this shukar for this heart and mind now that it is being absorbed and occupied in learning din. So now this is shukar for the heart, the shukar for the mind, the shukar for the time that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, the shukar for this opportunity that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with. So Allah Ta'ala says that in shakartum la azidannakum. If you are grateful to me, I will increase my na'mats. I will increase the tawfiq of using those eyes correctly because you are grateful for it. I'll give you the tawfiq to look at more things that will bring you closer to me. You'll look more into the Quran Sharif. I'll give you the tawfiq to look more at things that will make you closer to me. You'll look at your parents with rahmat, with mercy and kindness and you'll keep getting the rewards of one maqbool hajj and umrah. Otherwise, this tawfiq will be snatched away. Now you'll glow at your parents with some kind of like enmity in your heart. This is as a result of that tawfiq being snatched away due to the misuse of this gift of Allah Ta'ala. Now you won't want to, you'll rather look into some novel. 500 pages, 300 pages you'll read in one night. But to surround and read quarter part of the Quran Sharif will be a very major task. Because the misuse of the eye, one sin leads to another sin. Because the darkness comes in the heart. And now the heart is disinclined to light. So now the person will rather read a novel, will rather read some magazine, will rather listen to some just idle chit-chat carrying on on the airwaves or wherever, but to listen to some bayan of one of our akabir, some CD of Hazrat Muhammad Rahmatullah or something that will really inspire us to get us closer to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, that would be a very difficult, boring task. That will be something boring. But something that is futile, that will be interesting. That is because we misused our tongues, our ears, to listen to that which is wrong. So now the tawfiq of that barakat has gone out of it. So now that is inclined towards the wrong only. So in shakartum la azidannakum. When we will use this correctly, Allah Ta'ala will put more barakat in it. Allah Ta'ala will increase the ni'mad. Now a person will absorb their heart and mind even more in learning. First the person was learning, for example, if somebody is doing hivs or something, or learning sabak, the person was managing a few lines, now the person will get enjoyment in doing that, he'll say, I can manage double now. I can manage triple. I will spend more time learning. I will engage my heart and mind in learning that which is required, in that which will take me closer to Allah wa Ta'ala. I will not engage this heart and mind in making feeble excuses, in making baseless excuses or just making up stories all these other things that carry on so this is the shukar for these limbs and organs that we have then there are things around us all the ni'mats of Allah wa ta'ala. for example let us take one of the most fundamental ni'mats that we use all the time in terms of things that Allah has blessed us with to consume water Water is such a basic and essential need of every human being. Person can not do without water for an extended period of time. Allah forbid what is going on in some part of the world, some parts of the world presently, in Syria for example, in the camps that people are living on the borders of Turkey, and one of the issues there is a severe shortage of water because it's a desert area. Severe shortage of water. So those who have visited these camps, Ulamai Kiram from South Africa who went, the report backs that they have brought, what kind of conditions prevail there, 
Now a child comes running up to somebody as a visitor, but the child is totally unkempt because there was no water to wash the child for days. The hair is completely gone, all uh, sweaty and hard because there was no water to give the child a bath. The child is dirty, the clothes are filthy. Now can we imagine, there isn't water to even clean oneself properly. What becomes the situation? And the bare ration amount is given to drink only. So now, that's the only amount of water, that too is not sufficient for a person to fully quench his thirst and need for water. But just enough water is available only to fulfill the need of drinking. Now imagine even if that wasn't available, or if that becomes reduced, now a person is thirsty, it's a hot day, throat is parched, but there is nothing to drink. What is a person is fasting, the person just pushes himself, just now it's going to be iftar time, I will drink to my heart's content. So that thought alone already carries a person forward. He's looking at the time, okay, three hours left. Now I'll just keep my mind busy, three hours time I'll drink to my heart's content. That thought alone keeps a person moving. The three hours time I'll be able to drink. Two hours now left, one hour left. So, here when the person is in a situation, Allah forbid, that the person doesn't know whether I will get water for the next 10 hours, 20 hours, 50 hours, no idea when water will come. Many a times it happens like this to some people. Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us. Now what a gift this water is. In so many ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala speaks about this water. قُلْ أَرَأَيْتُمْ إِنْ أَصْبَحَ مَاؤُكُمْ غَوْرًا فَمَنْ يَأْتِيكُمْ بِمَاءٍ مَعِينَ Allah Ta'ala says if this water is sucked up into the, deep down into the earth and it disappears deep down, no water comes out of the earth. The springs dry up, the balls dry up and the skies hold back the water. مَنْ يَأْتِيكُمْ بِمَاءٍ مَعِينَ who will give you the sweet water? Can anybody give it to you? Can you make it from somewhere? Can you manufacture this water? Can any scientist give you this water? Nobody but Allah Ta'ala blesses us with this water. Now Allah Ta'ala is bringing this to our attention. That this is a gift from Allah Ta'ala. Now how do we use this gift? How do we look after it? Does it that we just open the tap and let it run? And doesn't matter, we need it to drink half a glass of water but in the process of trying to collect that half a glass of water first we open the tap before we even put the glass under it the water started running already so by the time we put the glass under the tap maybe caught a cup or more already ran away then now we rinse that cup but to rinse that cup we use like one cup of water to rinse the one cup or the one glass of water we use to rinse whereas to rinse that cup to rinse that glass requires just a little bit of water now we, whether it's in our home, wherever it may be, we're wasting the ni'mat of Allah, ta'ala. this is ingratitude. Now we wasted that one glass of water to rinse that one glass. And then we collected that one glass of water, we needed to drink half a glass only. So we drank the half glass, and then after that we either Allah forbid threw that other half away, into the drain, or we just left it somewhere, now it is left open, now some dust settled onto it, some creature, some fly fell into it, now it got wasted again. And nobody gives any attention to it, we don't blink an eyelid, because we have it at the turn of the tap. So it doesn't matter to us, whereas this is a severe sin, it is israf, it is tabzir, where something must, is not meant to be 
than of the water that just ran without any benefit. That was tabzir. And the water that was used for some need, but we used more than was necessary. That is israf. So tabzir, inna al-mubadzirina kanu ikhwan shayateen That those who make tabzir, who use something without need, now that water that ran without, it didn't serve any purpose. It just ran. Oh, for example, the person left the tap, uh, did not close it properly. As a result, it's dripping away. Now, why was that? Because of this neglect. And why is this neglect there? Because we got plentiful. Doesn't matter now. Tomorrow the tap will be still there. The water will still be in the tap. That's what we... So now we carry on. And if we had to collect that water from one mile, then see whether we will allow that drip, whether we will allow that one small little drop also to go to waste. So, now the tap wasn't closed properly. As a result, this water is dripping away. Now, who is responsible for this? We, because we neglected this. We didn't take the care to make sure that the tap is closed properly. Now, this is tabzir. This is nashukri. This is a severe ingratitude. And Allah Ta'ala says, Inna adabi la shadeed. That entire barakat goes away. Now in that home, now the barakat is gone. Now the person just can't make ends meet. Just always some problem and some shortage and things are tight. Why is this tight? It's tight because the barakat is gone. Otherwise, if there's barakat there, then even in little Allah Ta'ala will make everything happen with ease. But when we start wasting, then the barakat is gone. That's the first thing that happens. And then other issues come up. Because Allah Ta'ala is warning, Inna adabi la shadeed. My azab is severe. For example, lights. Now that the electricity bills have started getting higher, now people have become a little bit conscious, little bit conscious that now don't waste electricity. Now if there's a need for one light, to have two on is israf. If there's a need for one light to be on, to have two on is israf. And this is a severe sin. This is ingratitude. And what becomes now, one is whether this is in our own home, then two, this is a sin. And we say, well, we're paying for it. It's a double sin. We're wasting the ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala, that water. Then we're wasting the money Allah Ta'ala gave us to pay for the wasted water. Double guna. And Allah forbid, as students we are studying in a madrasa, the madrasa is waqf. The madrasa is amanat. Now, this is not the administration's duty, that the admin must go and check on every light, whether it's on or off, or every tap, whether it's closed or not closed, or whether the fan is on or off. This is our duty. This on a general note, because we talk about this all the time in our institutions as well. We are here with the madrasa as well, with boys' institution. So these are the things that are constantly brought up as reminders. So on a general note, this is, we're talking about nashukri, that this is also part of nashukri, and a severe nashukri. And it's more than just nashukri and ingratitude. It is ingratitude also, it is israf also. It's a double sin. And now when it amanat, then it is a very severe sin then it is misappropriation of this amanat. Then, it's a sign of qiyamat also. 
So now we need to become very conscious that we don't get involved in any ingratitude. How we use the water, how we use the lights, and especially in the madrasa. We made wuzu now. Did we use only that much which was necessary? And did we close the tap properly thereafter? If we are the last person to leave the room, we made sure that the lights are off. Did we make sure that the fans are off, for example? There is no need now. Nobody is going to be in that room. The lights must be switched off. Unless if now the class has been gone out for just one or two minutes, five minutes, and they are going to be back, then it might be better to leave that light on for that few minutes, if it's just a short time, because switching it on and off, when it's just switched on again, it consumes extra current when it just comes on. So rather that it be just left for that short while, few minutes, but if it is an extended period of time now, it's going to be 20 minutes, half an hour, nobody's going to occupy the place, 15-20 minutes, then everything be switched off. That water, that must be turned off. We need to rinse that cup, we only use how much is necessary to rinse that cup. We need to, anything else for that matter, everything we use it the way it's meant to be used. But the issue in terms of the shukar and gratitude we're talking about, that now to misuse something, that is ingratitude. And we see to what extent our akabir, they were concerned that there mustn't be any level of ingratitude shown to anything. We've discussed these examples before, and we will keep discussing it in future as well. Because these examples have so much of inspiration in, in it for us. Hazrat Ma'a Shafali Tanvi he is in his old age, he is sitting and eating chana, which is just the dried peas. And it's a very, very cheap thing. In a few cents they would get a good amount of it. And he was ill as well. And at that moment while sitting and eating on the bed, one chana fell down and it rolled under the bed. It was at night, it was dark a bit, just one candle burning somewhere. Hazrat got up and he's looking for it. Now one, imagine a person eating some peanuts or something. One nut fell down somewhere. Say, well, one nut fell down. I'm not a nut to go and look for that thing now. Whereas, that is something to be looked for. So Hazrat is looking for this chana and somebody realized what is going on. They asked him, but what? finally he found it. See, you put yourself through so much of difficulty for this. One chana, one nut for example. He said, yes, this too is a ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. And if I just let it go, didn't even look for it, this will be an, a sign of ingratitude for this ni'mat. And when ingratitude is shown, Allah Ta'ala warns of his punishment. If Allah Ta'ala closes his doors of rizq to me, nobody can then open it out for me. Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullah is walking along with one of his sons. It's a path with some tawny, tawny trees etc. on the sides. It was in the evening, a bit dark. And in giving or taking some money from one another, some coin fell down, like a five cent coin or something. A five cent coin fell down and it rolled between the bushes. Now in the dark, can't even see it. So his son just carried on walking, he five cent now. He said, no, no, wait, where's that coin? Look for it. So now they tried to look for it. Who's going to find it in the dark? And gone between the bushes. They looked for it. They didn't find it. He said, okay, you can't find it now. Okay, carry on. Let's go now. He said, well, it was obvious we couldn't find it. He says, no, no, no. If we just walked away, it would show indifference to it. That is five cents too. Don't worry about it. Whereas that too is a ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. 
That one million rand is made up of all one one cents. All the one cents put together makes up a one rand, and that makes up a ten rand, and it goes on to make up a hundred rands, and it goes on to make the millions. So that one cent also is a ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. Don't disregard it. Don't show any ingratitude to it. Because ingratitude, wala in kafartum inna adabi la shadeed. When a person shows any ingratitude, then Allah Ta'ala warns that my azab is severe. So all these basic things, we need to become conscious of it. That besides it being the sin of Israf, the sin of Tabzir, of total waste, one is using more than necessary, one is using where is not even needed, that is Tabzir, that is worse. In the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, Such people are the brethren of Shaitan. And then this is a severe ingratitude also of the na'mats of Allah wa ta'ala. Our very life, the limbs and organs as we discussed. Then all these things, the water, the light, the food, many a times we show great ingratitude to food. There are two separate things and distinct things. One is a person is not fond of eating something. Doesn't want to eat something because a person doesn't like it, that itself is not a problem. That itself is not a problem that a person doesn't like to eat something, it doesn't agree with a person's tastes, whatever the case is. So, fine, you don't have to force yourself to eat something that you cannot eat or don't wish to eat. But disregarding that food, sometimes a person says, makes some comments against the food, that is also disrespect to the food and it is ingratitude for the ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. Sometimes a person just discards some food, how much of food just gets thrown away, especially in the eating out culture that has developed, which is an alien culture. It is not a culture that has got anything to do with the type of culture that Islam teaches. The sunnah of Rasulullah It's an alien culture. One is somebody is traveling, somebody is away from home and he had to buy something and eat, it's fine. He will buy something obviously because he does, he's not at home. person is at home now, okay, some once in a while somebody bought something, understood, but it has become a culture. It is a standard thing that certain days of the week, this is it. And uh, if a person wants to host some guest, it will be out. This is a, an alien culture. It has become part of life for many people. But what are the issues that go along with this? One of the major issues is this ingratitude to food, the amount of food that gets thrown, that gets wasted. This too is a dangerous thing, a very dangerous thing. That the azab of Allah Ta'ala is being invited and the wrath of Allah Ta'ala is being invited with this ingratitude. So, water, food, then all the things around us, the things that we use in terms of lights, electricity and other aspects, consumable things, everything needs to be, we need to show our gratitude to Allah wa ta'ala. We cannot disregard any of these ni'mads. We have to be grateful to Him for all His bounties and to the extent that we will show this gratitude, to that extent the barakat will come in it. To that extent we will find the Na'mats increasing, Allah wa ta'ala granting us greater na'mats.
because this is his promise la in shakartum la azidannakum and most of all is his ni'mat of this life and then the ni'mat of limb ni'mat of life is that we submit to allah tabaraka wa ta'ala we become his we don't now half and half razi rahe rahman bi khush rahe shaitan bi that was please allah ta'ala also but then now you can't please allah ta'ala and then uh, you know shaitan also now you can't displease him so keep allah ta'ala happy also and keep shaitan happy also 50 50 this doesn't work in allah ta'ala's uh, system this doesn't work that allah ta'ala be happy also and shaitan be happy also either we please allah tabarak wa ta'ala or then we please shaitan and displease allah ta'ala and if a person takes the root of pleasing shaitan and displeases allah ta'ala then he is inviting disaster and one of the ways of pleasing shaitan and inviting disaster is this nashukri this ingratitude ingratitude to everything that we have discussed and all the other things that go along as well so the lesson of shukr is a very very fundamental lesson and part of this lesson of shukr is that we stay away from every type of ingratitude we refrain from anything that is going to show any disrespect to the ni'mats of allah tabarak wa taala otherwise we are the ones who will lose out and the consequences we will have to suffer as mentioned on numerous occasions that these consequences we talk about the benefits also of the good of righteousness of fulfilling what we supposed to fulfill of the gratitude and shukr etc so the positive things and likewise the negative consequences also they are not always so clear that they can be linked up to what brought about that consequence the consequence sometimes comes in a very subtle way sometimes it seems unrelated to what happened but they are linked how we conducted ourselves it's linked to whatever good we will get or whatever negative consequences come so we should be very careful we should be very conscious of these aspects we should always be grateful to allah tbaraka wa taala for all his ni'mats and bounties and in particular as mentioned in between the one very important aspect that we as students should not think that the madrasa is just well somebody is paying for it no it's an amanat to us it's an amanat to us we should be very very careful about how we use all the aspects of the madrasa the water the lights and all the other things be very very conscious about it and ensure that not one drop gets wasted not one uh, bit of electricity is wasted any of the other things that we use how we use our desks how we use the other facilities of the madrasa everything that we become hyper conscious about this is a requirement of shukr and it is also necessary that we be conscious of this aspect of amanat allah tbarak wa taala give me and all of us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهل ربنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين 
ربنا غلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفلنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر مستعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه جمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين